Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another inspiring episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. Today we have a remarkable guest who's not only a dedicated mom but also a financial expert passionate about empowering business business owners to take control of their finances and their future. So, uh joining us today is Gabby Kelly. So, welcome to the show Gabby. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat all things money, money mindset, business empowerment with you today. Great. That's really great. Uh but Gabby like before we start delving deep into our conversation today, I'd love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, Gabby is a mother of two little girls which are uh, who are like 5 years and 3 years old who undoubtedly uh light up her life and also like what brings a wealth of experience to the table uh, having worked in the financial uh, auditing corporate uh, accounting and also serving clients as a fractional cfo mm-hmm. but what truly sets her apart is her mission to bridge the gap between business owners and their financial success so in her own words she believes that uh, in the importance of financial education both in our personal lives and in the world of business uh, and also she is on a mission to make this knowledge accessible to all so without the need to break the bank so too often like uh, business owners find themselves uh, navigating to the financial matters without a background in finance or the accounting so gabby knows the struggle and she's here to provide the clarity empowerment and also a helping hand so her work is particularly uh, focused on women and uh, uh, like mom owned businesses mm-hmm. so in a world that sometimes overlooks the incredible talents and the potential of the mothers uh, she's the champion i mean championing a movement to rewrite the narrative so by giving women and mom businesses business owners uh, the tools the knowledge and the support they need so she is playing a pivotal role in amplifying their voices boosting the financial confidence and also empowering them to build the businesses that truly serve them so without further ado let's dive into this insightful conversation with gabby and let's welcome again to the show welcome again gabby Wow, what an intro. Thank you so much. You hit so many things. Um, I'm really excited to chat today. 
Great, great. So Gabby, like uh, to start with, like if you can also share your personal journey and uh, what actually led you to become the passionate about helping business owners with their finances and the money mindset. Totally. My journey starts from a young age when I first took my accounting classes and realized it was something good at. I uh, back then kind of only did things I was really good at. That was my high school <laughs> high school age, and um, that fa- that really led me to a full on career in accounting and financial auditing. I went through undergraduate, my grad uh, program, getting my master's in accounting, and then on to get my CPA, certified public accountant in the U.S. and It wasn't until I had my children that I realized the challenge I was faced with and that every, not only woman, but mother was faced with Mm -hmm. re-entering the workforce. I only took a few months off with each of my uh, babies and uh, continuing to feel like you have to prove yourself when maybe you've worked with a company for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And I felt like every place I was at, I was battling culture and trying to prove my value, which uh, I had already established. Um, and it wasn't until I moved on to do my own CFO consulting that I worked with a whole range of business owners, but mostly startups who were get fundraising and getting a lot of cash. And I realized what business owners need is a structure, a system, a path to understanding some fundamentals of finances, of cash flow management, so they could take the weight off their own shoulders. Uh, and, you know, as business, business owners, we're always carrying this money stress, especially those who don't have a finance background. And it's really hard because we don't want to talk about money. It's a very taboo subject. Uh, it's hard to carry that around alone. And so I saw a need for all business owners to have better financial education at a level that's more approachable and accessible. Exactly. That's that's something great, I would say. So uh, money mindset is often um, a term. So mm-hmm. that's mentioned, but uh, not always well understood also. So if you could also explain like what exactly it means and why it's so important uh particularly for the entrepreneurs and the business owners yeah mindset in general i think is so important for any human any human working on your mindset i believe elevates every area of your life as a business owner and talking about our personal finances how the thoughts and feelings that we have about money affect how we make decisions about our business, how we take action uh, in our business, how we plan for long-term investments and long-term sustainability, longevity of our business. And so we don't often see that our money mindset, which could 
have been cemented or um, the story could have started when we were children, right? The way that our parents uh, or our caregivers talked about money, felt about money, imprinting onto us. And then any circumstances, events, trauma, right? Celebrations, all of those pieces filling in our own money story affect now how we lead our lives, thinking about money, feeling about money, taking action about money. Uh, And a lot of times that outcome of our money story leads us to avoid money, to avoid finances. And really that's giving us more stress. Even when we think that you know, addressing the money is stressful. Truly, it's more stressful when we avoid uh, thinking, feeling, addressing our finances. And it's only until we start to work at it, to work at our money story, to look at our money habits, to address our financials, that we can start to chip away and build a better story, one that we choose about money and build better money habits. Got it. Got it. So, um, so you have also mentioned that there's a lack of support for business owners in terms of the financial education. So what are some of the common misconceptions or uh, maybe the challenges, I would say, so you have observed when it comes to uh, managing the finances in the business world? I think that one of the biggest challenges is thinking that your accounting and bookkeeping mm-hmm. is you managing your money and your finances. Okay. And as a business owner, these these are two different things for you. Your accounting and bookkeeping helps you see some information about the health of your business, your money and your finances, but those financial statements are historical. They tell you what happened. And often what we need is a today, right now system to give us the information because we're making decisions today, right now. Often business owners aren't going and checking their financial statements. They're not used as a tool. Financial statements, bookkeeping are for compliance, mostly uh, for small business owners, right? To reporting to any tax Um governance, right, Um, for compliance to relay and pay any tax commitments and obligations that a business owner may have. But the thing that's missing is the financial and money information that we need right now as business owners. Got it. Got it. So, uh, uh, okay. So, uh, so basically, like, Understood. I understood. So, so basically, like one one more thing, like uh, to understand here is, uh, like, what are the key ways uh, in which one's money, uh, one's or maybe one's money mindset, can impact their uh, business financial health and the success? One thing that I work on often with my clients is pricing. Okay. Our money mindset, our thoughts and feelings about our own value. And the value of our services affect how we decide to price 
our offerings mm -hmm. for our customers. And if we are living in a money mindset of scarcity, we often are worried that nobody will buy our things mm -hmm. and therefore we price them too low. Right. Or especially as women, imposter syndrome is very rampant, I guess you would say, very prevalent. And therefore, if you're living and feeling like an imposter in your own business, you tend to price your services, your products too low. And and if you're doing that, right, you can't you can't see the long term how it's affecting even breaking even or mm. and uh, affecting your profitability, your chances for profitability. Sure. So yes, so this actually happens with a lot of people. So they they believe like whether my product or services will be um, will be uh, taken by someone or not. Uh, so mm -hmm. let's make it a kind of market uh, price or maybe below the market price. Um, so yes, it happens with a lot of people, and I, 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 I also think like there is a psychology which goes behind this that um, they somewhere somewhere down the line they also believe that uh, if they uh, down the pricing, then then maybe people will reach more and they can uh, gain the mass market. But uh, is is it doesn't true? often happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So the our thoughts and feelings about our own value are impacted sometimes by our money mindset and vice versa. And um, what I like to use is what I call uh, my, I use it for financial clarity, but I think it can be used across the board and it's education, awareness, and intention. It's okay to have a below market priced product or service if you're doing it intentionally right? That might be a loss leader. You get people in the door, they get a, you know, a free day, a free trial, a, a like $1 this or that. When you're doing these things with awareness and intention, because you're coming from it, uh, educated on your goals and where you want to be, totally okay with that. It's when we lack the education, which creates a lack of awareness, which means it's really, really hard to be intentional. And so that I say is this little flywheel that continues and continues. When we gain more education, we're allowed more awareness. We see things more clearly. We see our thoughts more clearly, how we react. We see our environment, our situation, right? Exchanges more clearly. And we're able to be more intentional. We're able to choose what we say, how we say it, how we react. We're able to choose how we put ourselves out right into the universe, how we attract our ideal clients, how we attract ideal collaborators, right? And so what I think most what is missing besides, right? financial education is awareness and tension on top of it because we can't have intention without those two. Exactly. Great. So uh, 
from here like many many uh, entrepreneurs and the business owners uh, struggle with the feeling of guilt or the shame when it comes to the money ma- money matters so uh, how can they overcome these kind of emotions or uh, maybe develop a healthier relationships with the money the first step is acceptance and validation of your own self um of everything that you've had to get through to get where you are of the decisions that you made with the information that you had with the education that you had at that moment and so i think often business owners are stuck in the past if i only did that and i wish i had known that and then i would have done this but we can't change that we have a choice now of how we move forward the first we have to let go we have to accept and validate our own selves we have to forgive ourselves for anything and realize that any failures any bumps any hurdles any challenges that we've been through are lessons that we've learned that will help us always as we move forward and the goal as we're moving forward is to decide what it is that we want because if we don't know what we want and why we want it then it's really hard to stay on a path towards the thing that we want right towards the goals if they're not connected to us to who we are to authentically right mm-hmm. what we're trying to accomplish it's really hard to execute every day it's really hard to show up to get up to do the hard things that you don't want to do or the things that you're not the expert in um which if you're a solopreneur or running your own business you're not an expert in everything right you have your zone of genius and you have to show up to everything else in a way that allows you to continue um to provide value uh in your zone of genius and so so that first step is to accept ourselves to to seek education so we have more awareness so we're able to execute uh with intention got it got it uh so in your work like you focus on helping the women and uh mom owned businesses as i mentioned uh during the start of the interview so uh why is this uh demographic particularly important to you and uh mm-hmm. what unique challenges and the opportunities do they face in the world of the uh, entrepreneurship yeah yeah that's a really great question one it's really easy to connect <laughs> right i'm a mom of two young um yeah. girls and going through the identity shift um through the challenges of becoming a mother getting through covid and everything that goes in between launching my own business um i relate really well and can stand in um and connect with my ideal clients other women and mom owned businesses but also historically i i can't speak for every culture but in the us uh women haven't always had the right to own their own right assets houses money bank accounts all of these things and so from 100 years ago it has been an uphill battle to gain these rights to mm. be able to um have ownership over your own resources and assets to be able to set intentions 
like running a multi-million dollar business, um, right? Only 1% of women-owned businesses make it to a million dollars. And the statistics for executive level positions that women hold are also staggeringly small. Although during COVID, we've had we've seen some really great shifts with online businesses coming to fruition. I want to help change these statistics. I think women are powerful. I think that there is so much we have to give that we haven't always been given the opportunity to speak, to sit at the table, to own the table, to invite others to the table. And I think by bringing financial empowerment to more women, the world gets to be a better place. Great. That's really great. So, um, like, for those who may be just starting their entrepreneurial journey, so what are some of the practical steps uh, they can uh, take to improve their money mindset from the outset? Mm. The first thing is devour education around finances. So, I have some great books that I love to recommend. The first being Profit First, and that helps you design a system in your banking to give you information daily on uh, what you have to spend, how your profitability is going, um, how much you can pay yourself from your business. The second is a book called You Are a Badass, and you are a badass at making money. the third, uh, another one is we should all be millionaires. And so, like I said, it's often our own selves that we have to overcome that provides the first challenge of being open to the opportunity that we can be good with money and that we will be good with money. And so reinforcing these ideas, seeing how it's been done getting feedback support on how you can do it uh and then surrounding yourself with the support that feels good to you that could be mentors that could be coaches that could be a meetup group that could be a networking group that could be you and a couple other friends or other business owners that you have a group chat with whatever it is but to go out of your way to seek community with other business owners. That's great. That's really great. So um, here, like uh, entrepreneurs often uh, have to make critical financial decisions. So what advice would you give to someone who is feeling overwhelmed or uh, maybe uncertain about a financial decision for their business? Mm. My advice is typically, which feels a little woo-woo because I'm a numbers person, but first it's what information do you have? What information can you get? Mm-hmm. And what does it feel like when you talk about the pros and cons of each of these? What is going through your body? What are the reactions that are coming from your body? And try to be aware, are those reactions learned because you feel like you're 
you should be doing something? Is that a should reaction? Or is that some, is it a reaction that you feel called to? And sometimes that aligning of questioning, why do I feel this way? Helps give us more information on the path forward in our business, whether it's a pivot maybe or not, why we're feeling like we should say no or we should say yes, to understand every time we think should the word, uh, to ask more questions. Exactly. Right. When we feel like we should be doing something often, it's an external force that we either, either have these limiting beliefs about who we are, how we operate right in this box, um, or it might be internal, our money story bubbling up in a way that's not helpful, but gives us some information. So mm-hmm. deciding on something critical happens all the time in business, all the time as business owners, pause, give yourself some deep breaths and connect and start asking questions for yourself. Exactly, exactly. So uh, how can a business owner strike a balance between the financial growth and the personal well-being? Hmm. I believe that all also comes down to education, awareness, and intention, right? Your business should serve you. What is it that you want your business to serve you for? Do you want to be traveling the world? Do you want to be at home more with your family? Do you want to be right? Traveling once a month, consulting or speaking, or do you want to be writing a book? Or do you want to be saving for your your retirement and your kids' retirement? Do you want to buy your parents a house? Do you, right? What is it? Be very clear. What is it that you want your business to do for you? Because I don't believe that there is a business life and a right? Personal life. This is just the life that you have. And you have the opportunity to choose how you live it. And work, being a business owner is a beautiful thing because you you get to choose how you live your days and the time and energy that you spend in and around your business. And that I don't think necessarily always the word balance quite captures it. It's more like a harmony of your life. You're you're transitioning from one thing to another, but it's all your life. And when you look back, is that day how you've always dreamed it? Is that day feel like a day in the life, right, of your dreams? And if not, how... Can you make decisions? How can you keep moving the needle forward towards living a day in the life of your dreams? Exactly. So, um, like beyond the financial education, what are some of the tools or the resources that uh, you would recommend for the business owners um, looking to master their money mindset and financial management? Mm. 
This is going to depend on every different business owner. Um, the first thing that I do when I onboard clients is look at their financials, the average of their history, talk about where they want to be, right? That intention, and then figure out what the gap is. And depending on that, what they have currently set up, uh, where they want to be, and what we see as an opportunity, we will tailor tools and plug in to complete their right financial ecosystem, their financial tools that work for them instead of against them. And so uh, there's a lot there's a lot that goes into that. Everything and every time I almost always suggest find an online bank. I have a partner bank that I use with my clients. That's a U.S. bank. But find an online bank for business so you can have quick access to managing your accounts, setting up new accounts, transferring money, and you don't always have to go to the bank for it, right? Streamline, find efficiencies in your financial tools, right? And then, then next after that is figuring out what makes sense for you in terms of right, accounting, bookkeeping, reporting. Exactly. Um, so that way compliance isn't weighing heavy on you as well. Exactly, exactly. And then the money mindset is almost always external support. And that's where those communities, right? A coach, um, a life coach, a money coach, a, str right, a strategist, business coach, somebody who is external objective to you so you can brainstorm, so you can workshop, so you can brain dump everything that's going on. Um, a lot of times that involves journaling, which I highly recommend. I look at mine every day and that's where I write down all my goals and dreams, everything I hope to manifest, right? The steps that I'm taking, how I can land new clients, right? We need to continuously remind our brain, right? To lift our energy in how we're making it happen. And, and we have to believe we are making it happen. And so that is my, there's, I wouldn't say there's a specific tool or resource, but it is supporting, figuring out how to support yourself and keeping your energy high to ensure you continue to believe that you're making it happen and you're going to make it happen. That's great. That's great. So uh, before we wrap up, like looking ahead, uh, what do you envision for the future of the financial empowerment in the business world? And what role uh, do you see yourself playing in that evolution? Mm. What a great question. I believe that I have a passion for education. I think the more everybody has access to education, the better off we all are. And financial education, especially. So I teach at the university that I went to school at 15 years ago. Um, so I'm currently teaching there. I teach right every week for my coaching clients. Um, I hope to write a book. That's next on my 
future plans to continue to spread uh, financial education, accessible, right, achievable, approachable financial education. I do think that the growth of social media, of bite-sized content can help with this. Um, that's a double-edged sword, right? Because with our attention, our focus, our deep work being at risk with social media um, and bite-sized content, that is something that I think we all need education on um, and better balance with. But um, spreading financial education, I think, is um, critical to financial empowerment uh, and for business owners to feel like they're in the driver's seat of their own finances. Exactly. That's that's definitely true. So um, great. And that brings us to the close of another insightful episode of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. And I believe uh, all of you have found our discussion with on mastering your money mindset and the impact on you and your businesses as enlightening as I did. So a heartfelt thank you to our exceptional guest, Gabby, for sharing her expertise and passion for the financial empowerment. And also uh, remember that your money mindset is a powerful force that can shape not only the success of your business, but also uh, your overall well-being. So Gabby's insights have shed light on how to build the healthier relationship with the money. So uh, if you have found value in today's episode, please consider sharing it with your friends, colleagues, and anyone who might benefit from mastering their mind mind mindset. And do not forget to subscribe to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life for more enlightening conversation and practical tips on living a more balanced and the fulfilling life. So as you close as, uh, today's episode, remember that uh, financial empowerment is not just the uh, not just about the numbers. So it's all about taking control of your life and the future. So until next time, keep nurturing a healthy mind and may your life be filled with the prosperity, purpose, and the freedom to live life on your own terms. So thank you for so. Thank you so much. Thank you.